What's going on, race fans? It's Jason Turner back with my executive co-host, producer on the ones and twos, Mr. Kyle Painter in the house. Kyle, how's it going, man? Pretty good, man. Thanks for coming back. Uh, Zach, he's not here tonight. He had some prior engagements, so he'll have to sit this one out, but we have a lot to talk about. We just had our Cars Tour race at Ace 125, and man, was it a slobber knocker. Yeah, uh, obviously Lane ran away with it, but the racing in the back and just the amount of cautions, that was that was insane. Um, I knew there would be a few cautions, but I wasn't quite expecting that. I mean, let's, some of the guys that finished in the top ten had like half of a race car left. Yeah, they were racing modifieds at the end of the race. That was something nuts, man. But, uh, you know, if you didn't make it, you can obviously look at, <clears throat> excuse me, you can obviously look at cars, uh, what is it, what's that, uh, what's that website? That Tony Stevens has, or is Carstore. it, it Carstore.tv? So, yeah, yeah uh, you got to forgive me. Allie sets all that up. I just sit back and watch. Right, right. <laughs> she takes care of me, man. That's something else. Um, so if you didn't make it, you can watch it Carstore.tv. You can, uh, you know, I think you can buy it by the race. Can't you buy it by the race, or do you have to have yeah, a subscription? Yeah. You, can, you can buy it by the race. Yeah, or you can do the subscription. We have a subscription, so we we get them all. But um, you can definitely check it out. Uh, you've got multiple platforms to listen to. Um, God, man, they cover that thing like crazy. It, it's the uh, like the cars tour is the biggest deal in late models right now. It's by far the best touring series, and it's got the best competition and the biggest names. I mean, anytime you got car owners like Dale Jr., Barry Nelson, um, there's there's a few other guys that I'm just not thinking off the top of my head. So I'm shouldn't named any names because I'm going to leave somebody out. But the 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 caliber of talent. I mean, Josh Berry. Uh, Sam Mayer, some of the guys you see, uh, the Gibbs, the Gibbs kid, some of the guys you see in the upper levels right now, the, all, all those guys came from the Cars Tour. So. Exactly, and that's something that's, you know, definitely to be proud of for, one, the Cars Tour, but then the drivers who come up through the ranks. You know, it gives extra credibility because, hey, you know, we competed at the best level in late model stocks, and, you know, we won. We, we got championships. We've got wins. We've got big money races. Uh, man, you know, that's just more accolades for people to, uh, for people to talk about, man, but let's dive right into it. So if you missed the race at Ace 125, your cars, cars tour run down lane rigs winning. God, that dude led every lap, but one. Yeah. And I think that was the uh, lap that Bobby got him on a restart. And so Bobby only led, I think half of that lap. Um, but and that the the restarts were really exciting, and, and Lane had it covered. But the racing it sounds sort of like a, a boring race, but it really wasn't because the racing throughout the field was actually really intense. Absolutely, I don't even think Bobby had him fully clear. No, uh, when he, he came across the straight, I think it was literally like a half a car, and then and then you know getting back into one. I think Lane kind of got him. Lane Riggs definitely has a really good flat track setup. Yeah. Like this, his attitude, his package at these short tracks is is awesome right now so definitely uh i've got a check for him actually a winner check that from the rodney cook classic that he's got to collect i was supposed to bring that on friday and I, man it was so busy i've forgotten about it but your rundown on that is first place lane riggs leading literally 124 laps bobby mccarty finishing a super strong second justin johnson third jared fryer jonathan schaefer sam butler kate and honeycutt brandon pierce with a hard fought eighth man yeah, so, so Brandon Pierce, uh, if you didn't see the race, I think he was the first or second caution, but he ran the vast majority of that race without his front nose. And I talked to him afterwards, and I was like, man, what happened? He was like, well, something happened in front of us, and this is uh, the wreck that Trevor, the, one of the hometown favorites, yep. he was involved in this too, but something happened in front of him, 
and they accordioned. And of course the last man in the accordion usually gets it worse. And that happened to be Brandon Pierce. And I think he ran into Trevor. So Trevor was the second to last and he was in and out of the pits. He still, I think Trevor still ended up with a decent finish. Uh, all things being said, uh, I think he was uh, 13th or 14th, but uh, yeah, Brandon Pierce ran that almost entire race without no nose. So that's a testament to just, you know, plugging along and, and keeping your nose to the grindstone and, keeping at it, and he pulled a top 10 out of what was probably, you know, early on in the race feeling like a terrible day, but him and the uh, Lee Pulliam group uh, fought through and got him a nice top 10 there. Yeah, the cool stuff about that is, like, man, he, he went through all that adversary, adversity and didn't even lose a lap. Right. So still finished on the lead lap at, you know, a strong eighth-place finish. You got Joe Valento in ninth and Jonathan Finley rounding out the top 10. Uh, man, my local guys, they had it hard, man. You know, Dylan Ward started, what, third? Yeah, yeah, that was super awesome to see. And he had a great run going. I didn't see what happened to him, but I saw at one point he came into the pits, and that was the end of that. I think I think he came early. Okay, uh, into the pits. I caught the tail end of the race, but um, I think he came in early. Uh, and I had seen, you know, uh, Trevor Ward's nose, you know, knocked knocked off the car, and yeah, so they Trevor, had him. Trevor actually came before the race even started. Yeah, like he, he came, had to he, come in and do who, something. Yeah. Something was going on uh, early on. I don't know if they were making adjustments or. They had, like, some type of battery failure or something, but they had something at the very beginning of the race. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Whoever uh, whoever can remind us of that when you're watching on the podcast, whoever can be the first person to let us know what happened to Trevor Ward at the very pers- very beginning of the race, you guys are going to get an event flyer for the Rodney Cook Classic, and we'll see if we can't get somebody to autograph it for you. Um, let's see, but Trevor Ward, Dylan Ward, those boys are definitely the, the hometown favorites for this race. Uh, there was a lot of people there cheering them on. I seen a lot of T-shirts. I seen a lot of hats. I mean, these guys were – they came loaded for bear. They had some good starting positions. And, uh, man, you know, we were definitely there cheering them on. Some of the awards that uh, had come through the pipeline, you know, for this race, they have a lot of awards for each race. Performance Center Racing Warehouse Most Lap Led, led Award goes definitely, obviously, to Lane Riggs. The HMS Enforcer Engine Hard Charger Award, that was a $500 cash award to Sam Butler. Uh, Hedgecock Chassis Pole Award was a $250 cash re- a re- award, not reward, award, to Bobby McCarty, Lane Riggs, and Bobby McCarty literally taking just about everything. The Brown and Miller first place award, the Aero Race Wheel second place award, the Pro Fabrication second place award. I mean, these guys cleaned house. Um, but, uh, you know, one big shout out that I wanted to make personally was, you know, the 81B, Zach Brunegger Racing. Uh, the, they got the Harrison Workwear, hard you know hard hardest working team award. These guys, they had to bring a backup car, but they came back. Kudos to them, man, because not only did they showed up with what duct tape numbers. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. Uh, duct, I think the the roof number was was an actual number, but everything else was duct tape. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But those guys, they didn't give up. You know what I mean? That's what racing's half of racing is all about is just working hard and grinding it out, and you know fight through the adversity and make it happen. And those guys, they brought back a backup car and they came, they started in the rear and they still, you know, they still, you know, still started the race and still tried to, you know, win. Right. So, you know, hats off to those guys. That's, that's nuts. You know, most people might try to pack it in and they did not. Um, other than that, big news at uh, a Speedway limited late model driver JR Good gets his first win of the season. How about that? In, in dominating fashion. We had talked on earlier episodes about how competitive the limiteds were. Well, well this particular day, uh, JR Good had it had it figured out uh, and 
just took off. There's I don't know what else to really say about it. Yeah, that was a really good performance, him. And then, uh, you know, Dylan Ward – I mean, Harvel. Dylan Harville, excuse me. We were talking about Ward earlier. Dylan Harville finished his second, Boo-Boo Dalton coming in a strong third. Um, Boo-Boo's actually going to – he's returning to the famous four-tenths mile uh, here in a couple of weeks. I've got his schedule that is coming my way, so we can, we can let all the race fans know that – you know, Boo Boo is planning on coming back to the to race at Ace. Um, a lot of these guys now, if they don't come every week, it's because they've got either a rental deal that they're working on, or they are working on um, trying to uh, tour around a little bit, pick a couple different tracks to go to. Uh, so we're working on trying to talk to them a little bit more and trying to figure out who's coming week to week and who's going to be there every week. Just got off the phone with uh, Brandon Sharp. Okay. All so right. he he's trying to make his. Uh, his return to limited late models. He's seen that J.R. Good won, and so uh, he's he's trying to put him a ride together to come and see if he can't take on J.R. That's uh, he said that's one of his good buddies, so he's going to try to come and give him a hard time, try to give him a give him a lesson or two, is what he said. So, uh-oh. Right. yeah. So that, that's that's probably one of the best things about racing. Uh, some guys will see a guy win, and they're like, oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Yep. I can't let my buddy get more wins than me. <laughs> so I got to get out there and give him a hard time. So I do that, cool man. It It's tough because you know you can be competitive, um, you know, no matter when you when you race. You know you can sit in there. It's like, man, I know I could do that. And it just eats at you. So the, was, the competitive actually, nature is big. I was actually talking to a guy the other day. I don't want to name names. But I, I was talking to a guy, and he's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm really good friends with this guy. But every time I see him win – like I can't stand it. I got, I want to go out there and, and race against him. He's like, and I, I don't I don't know what's wrong with me because I like the guy. We're really good friends, but it's something about him winning makes me want to win because <laughs> I know I guess in his mind they got similar uh, talent abil- uh, or abilities, and, and and he's like, if that guy's winning, I should be winning too. But it's it, it's an interesting dynamic in racing. You have friends, but not on race day. So it, it's uh it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That is something to be said about the competitive aspect of the drivers at A Speedway. These guys just they do not like to lose. Uh speaking of speaking of a hard loss in the extreme division, uh Keith Brame Jr. getting the win, little bro Bryson Myers. He uh he he got him a hard fought second. He was leading right there and then just uh got passed in the last last corner. Yeah, didn't 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 shake out. I I knew I think going into one I watched it and uh it, it he caught a little love tap. You know, and then I think that kind of set him up to get uh, it got him off his game a little bit, and, and you know, getting into getting into three that Keith Brame Jr. got back to him and coming out of four kind of kind of drove him up a little bit. I thought he was going to lose it, but he he had some good car control, man. It, it was kind of hard to shake him. He come with with a strong second place, Brian Hatch finishing out the top three. So there were about four or five passes for the lead in that race, and I don't know when it started, but after about maybe the second or third pass, every other pass was was. A little bit of rubbing, and and like you said, it, it, you know the rubbing just got a little bit uh, more intense toward the end, as it should be going for the win. But uh, both drivers were not afraid to uh, use the bumper uh, for that particular race, and it was it was really fun to see because they did it in a classy way. They they didn't just you know slam into each other. It was just a little bit of a rub to give them some room to get a run. So so that was a really fun race to watch, and you usually don't see necessarily that level of skill racing. Uh, at that particular level, but both guys were really had a whole lot of car control. Yeah, they they were definitely they knew what they wanted to do, and they were pretty much prepared for everything. And the camaraderie in that division is like second to none, really. I mean, they're all competitive, they're all super competitive, but they know they're there. You know, they're there for a reason. They want to win. Um, but you know, if something happens and and they don't win, they get out of the car and they shake hands and high five and you know, I'm gonna get your 
uh, next time, you know. That's right. They they like to, you know they they like to they like to see how it's going to shake out. You know, good 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 hard racing in that division. Really appreciate Carolina Nissan coming on and sponsoring the Carolina Nissan Extreme Series. Uh, next up, mini stocks. That was a race that I unfortunately missed. I hate missing the mini stock race because you know it's always going to be big. Michael Tucker pulling off the win, Chuck Wall in second, and Mark Wilburn in third. Your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, the mini stocks never disappoint. It's actually one of my favorite classes at race, at, at Ace to watch race. Um, it's always, even if it's not necessarily a, a good uh, pass for the lead or anything like that, there's usually just so much passing going on. Uh, and so many, it's one of those things where it's so many cars, you can watch a good race anywhere in the field, and there's always a good race. And it's another division where, for the most part, those guys have a lot of respect for each other. I mean, it's, it's a whole lot of times you see the guy in second come up and give the guy that, that uh, won the race a big hug or something like that. So the mini stocks uh, are, are one of my favorite things to watch, and, and that race was no different. It was good from start to finish, and uh, not as many cars as normal because I think Wake County pulled a bunch because of the uh, – our store deal, but I think they'll be back uh, for the next race. So if you want to watch some really good mini stock racing, Ace is the place. Yeah, well, that's why we are definitely the mini stock capital of the world. Uh, those guys always put on a strong show, a super strong show. Uh, we've got some stuff coming down the pipeline for the mini stock series. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna shake some things up a little bit and definitely give these guys something to uh, really run for in coming races. So definitely stay tuned for that race, fans. It is going to be big for the mini stocks. It's going to be a meltdown. Champ Carts. This is another big. This is another really big class at a speedway. The Team AG uh, Champ Carts is a a new thing we're trying to put together. Is a series where it's only five races this season. We're trying to build it back up. You know, kind of everything that went down last year kind of shook everything up and kind of didn't. <clears throat> people had to figure out where they were going to race, where who where they could race and where they can't. So uh, bringing champ cards back, you know, we had three or four that had not made it to the track this year that are going to come for the second race, which is coming up here next weekend. And for the people who just listened to the podcast, let's, uh, let's paint a, a little bit of a picture about what a champ card is. It's basically a go-kart yep. with a roll cage around it. And uh, by go kart, not not like something you know, like not like the uh, yard carts you get, but like a, a an actual racing go kart with a uh, a uh, roll cage around it, and and it has a look sort of like a uh, dirt outlaw, uh, world of outlaws sprint car. Yeah, just with no it's, wing. Right, no wing though. I've I've asked them about that. I was like, you like the wing? You don't like the wing? And half of them they say, don't put the wing on, and then the other half they just. Eh. Shrug it off like it doesn't matter, but you know Hunter Murray getting him getting him a win, getting that first team AG trophy. That thing is sick. It's a six post, a hexagonal six post, man. Nothing like it out there. Uh, Tyler Perry with a good second place, and Justin Tucker rounding out the top three. Uh, those guys don't give up, man. Justin Tucker, he gonna get him a win soon. That's pretty big. Um, the 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 draft is what gets me about this. Yeah, and uh, I was actually talking to uh, Bill from Jennerstown just today. I told him I was going to come up and watch a race in Pennsylvania, um, trying to watch the come watch the Supers race. Uh, July 3rd is is the date on that, so I'm going to try to go up there and watch that race. But uh, he was talking about the champ cards. He said, man, I got to watch everything. He said, those guys are nuts. Yeah, I mean, they get after it. And the cool thing about it is the guy in second is driving where you're going to finish. Like, it, he, the guy in second is sort of like watching a plate race in a way. Yeah, the catbird seat. Yeah, the guy in second is pushing your run. or Not in second, but the guy behind you is is completely responsible for your run. 
whether you're going to win or lose, finish second, third, or whatever, is is dictated by that guy right behind you because he's dictating your run. And also, he's he's whoever's behind him, he's got to work with who's behind him. So a lot of times you'll see the guy in second pull out, and, and if the spotter didn't predict that, you'll see two guys fly by another guy on the outside, and the guy that gets left without anybody to, you know, dance with, uh, for lack of a better term, that guy will shoot all the way back to the back until he gets somebody uh, who he can play with again. So it's really a, a strategic race. That's the word I was looking for. It's a really a strategic type of racing to watch. Yeah, the crazy thing about it is, like, they don't have spotters. They don't yeah. – the, the only thing that they know, they, they listen for, you know, the engine, the exhaust of an ender, okay. another engine coming out. So, you know, I was talking with a couple of them, and I was like, can you actually – you know, moving this fast at this big of a racetrack, can you still hear somebody when they come up on you? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, so it's – I mean, I guess with the RPMs turning that high um, – they can still hear, and, and it's loud, but they know, like, when they, I mean, I'm pretty sure they can tell, like, I I need to get old Billy to let me drive one of them things one time, just to just to let me see what it's like, but I'm, I'll, I'll strap the GoPros on, let's, let's do, it. do it, I think, uh, I think it'd be really cool to see what these guys go through on the track, and, and, and I think with the GoPro, you get the G-Force and all that, the velocity, so we could, we could do, like, a really cool, cool deal with that, I think we might have to do a skit on that, let us know what you think about that race, man, um, we can put something together. I'm pretty sure Billy let me ride one. He's been he comes by here once a week trying to talk me into racing dad on one. That's even better. <laughs> That's the content right there. Well, see, the thing is, is like I'm 20 pounds heavier than him. We'll so throw, we'll throw some weight in the car. <laughs> we got to figure something out. We'll get him a plate, uh, a lead uh, sheet. Yeah, there you the go. ones that they put yeah. in the seat. Yeah, we'll make him do that. That's the equalizer there. Um, yeah, so that, those guys, that you know, the draft is real. And for the race fans who haven't seen a champ cart race, you are missing out. So you get another chance to come watch the champ carts in action at a speedway on kids' night. May 21st is kids' night. Champ carts will be back for another 20-lap feature. Make sure you do not miss kids' night. We've got a lot of things planned for kids' night. It's the race number four of the dual short track showdown between us and Tri-County. Um... Also, that's twin twin late models, twin 50 lappers. Mm-hmm, that's right. So that'll be yeah. big. Um, also, we've got uh, limiteds take the night off. We've got ace speedway modifieds. We've got mini stocks. We've got extremes and champ carts. That's going to be a big show. 210 laps of racing all in Friday night. We Biggest thing, bringing back kids' bike races, baby. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. So I got me a couple of those. Zach here, he's he's touted a couple of wins himself, so we might have to get out there and see who can break the tie. What do you think on that? You want to get out there with us? I'm I'm trying to think. The bike races are cool. Um, I can't think of where I was at, but there there was one track where they they were inviting people to just like race their actual cars on the racetrack. Oh I, was, I was like, how did they get away with that with the insurance? That's and an insurance man fairly, nightmare. It's a fairly big track, so and I'm not going to call them out, but uh, I was like. Just for whatever reason, when you said bike races, that's where my mind went. So, I, so when you looked at me, I was like, "Well, I just got to tell them what's in my head right now." We're talking about pedal bikes here. But I'll though. tell you what, you mentioned kids' night, and, and the uh, champ carts are actually a really good way, not only for kids but for anybody that wants to get involved in racing. That's a really affordable way to get involved in racing, as well as the uh, Nissan series. Those are probably your two most affordable ways to get into racing. Obviously, anybody with a Nissan Sentra, throw a roll cage in it, you're ready to roll. Uh, but I think. You could get away if Facebook Marketplace and some Stimmy money, if you still got some of that left over, you could get you a uh, champ cart. 
Oh, man, the STEMI money coming Pop out. that STEMI money. There you go. Also, for kids' night, we've got a 64-foot inflatable uh, obstacle course coming. How, which, which we are going to test run to make sure it's safe. We're going to test run. We're going to make sure it's safe for the kids. I think Kyle and I will have a race to see who can get through it the fastest. A 64 feet of obstacle course and in an inflatable uh, arena on the main concourse and I'm at a speedway. So Kyle will need an oxygen tank. I'll probably need a bologna burger and a hot dog <laughs> and, and a Mountain Dew Zero or something like that to calm my nerves after that. Maybe I'll stop by. And get me a Big B coffee beforehand. That'll be kind of like that's, some. That's a performance enhancer. We there you go. Got to get some Big B coffee before we get going there. Well, I'll take a Big B coffee. You can have a Sunset Slush Italian Ice. There you go. There you go. So there you go. And then on top of that, um, we'll have some cornhole boards sitting out for the kids to play on. Um, working on a couple other things, and obviously kids' bike races. We've got a couple different uh, age groups for the kids. We've got five to seven. We've got eight to ten, and then we have eleven to thirteen. Um, all parents, if you want your kids to compete in the bike races, either send us a message on Facebook to obtain a copy of the uh, minor permission waiver in color, or fill it out the day of at the at the race on the main concourse. Bring your kid's bike, kind of leave it all, leave it in the designated area where all the other bikes are going to be. And uh, during each race, you know, we'll call we'll call all the all the racers out, and we'll let all the different age groups go. We'll have some cool new bike racing trophies uh, to give out to everybody, and we're going to give away some Sunset Slush for all the kids and definitely look forward to everybody coming out. Again, it's May 21st. Gates open at 6. Races start at 8. Adult admission is $15. Kid admission ages 6 to 12 is only $5. Still just $5. Kids 5 and under, absolutely free. 64-foot inflatable Obstacle course. Try, I try cannot to go, try to go anywhere else with that much entertainment for children and the family for for a lower price. Like if you're not enti- I don't care if you even like racing. If you're not enticed just to come check this out for the bouncy obstacle course alone, and the sunset sl- slush for your kids because they need to be hopped up on sugar. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I and mean, here's this, another this one. This is a great value. Free popcorn for your kids. Free kid size popcorn for all kids that come. We are bringing out another popcorn machine specifically for this event we are trying to give away some kids popcorn definitely bring your kids out give them some pre- free popcorn let them see some racing get them out get them excited get schools out it's going to be awesome may 21st gates open at six races start at eight set your gps for 3401 alta mahal racetrack road in elon all right so we didn't have a guest this time but what we would like you to do is down below, drop us who you would like to have as our next driver on the show. And also, if you can think of, we try to make every race an event here at ACE. If there is something you would like added to the events at ACE, anything that you can think of, just go ahead and let us know. We'd love for you to let us know down here in the comments. I think I know another one that's going to be a big hit. What's that? We're bringing back train races, baby. Train race. Train races, not two, three. Back in the day, my grandmother was a train racer. Her and two of her friends, uh, one of them was Tracy, and I can't remember the other lady's name. I was so young. I was like seven watching the train races, but it was three cars. 
So that 100%, we're hooking up a GoPro too. Oh man, let's Even do if that. it's just a demo. So we, we are working on finishing out the rules. We got we to gotta lay some things out there, but train races are coming back to A Speedway. I like it. We got to get some cars built. We got to get some people excited, but it's coming. And um, man, I just back in the day, it was so awesome because the like she had a 1972 Oldsmobile, man. That thing had a big block V8 in it, and it would just go a ton. The car in the middle is chained up with two huge, big, heavy gauge chains. You're just there. And you're just there. No brakes, no gas. And and then on top of that, the car in the back it's had these brakes. big old disc brakes. <laughs> and so you were often, stopping or not stopping? Yeah. And between. oftentimes, the car in the middle, when the chains would tighten up, the car in the middle lifts up. Yeah, and it kind of dangles there a little bit. It's hilarious so, to watch. So, so what you need for the for the person doing the back brakes here's just a little tip. None of this. What you want to do with that back brake is. <laughs> That's back before they had analog brakes. Just gotta pump it. No analog. You just gotta pump it because it's a drum. Just pump, pump, pump. You don't want it to lock up. That is crazy, man. So definitely looking at some bigger things at a speedway we've got some other things that we're working on we just got to get uh some safety things figured out you know we've had somebody that want to do some lawnmower races man that's going to be awesome we get some, that would be cool. get some lawnmower races going on that would be so cool now i think the only thing that we're going to have to do is uh we can't engage can't engage the blades right so to take them out just but take you just out. take them out but if we take the if we take them i think the decks are gone too are they gone i think it's been a long time I need to look into that because so I had some people ask know, about this it. This actually used to be a thing on ESPN2 back when ESPN2 actually I remember that alternative sports yeah. before it just became sports that weren't as popular. Like they had lawnmower racing. You remember the X Games Street Luge? Yeah. They would lay down on these skateboard type things. Uh-huh. But it was like a luge, like a ice luge, but they were uh, skate with skateboard wheels and they would go down these really long hills. Whatever happened to that? I don't I, know. I've not seen that. People kept like, getting hurt. I don't I know. You know what would be really cool? I watched. The uh, I watched Red Bull um, uh, downhill soapbox. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Those things are so cool. I think we could come up with something like that. The problem is we don't have enough downhill, so we would have to find a way to like propel them. We could come up with something. We need to find a, find some kind so, of. So we can get like know. a little Honda engine or something. Well, let put us on know it. of those ideas we just we just popped out. Which what, what do you want to see here at Ace? Keep it coming, race fans, because we're not stopping. We're going to do nothing but keep getting better here at the famous Four Tenths Miles. So, for right now, we really appreciate you guys coming out to the racetracks. Keep that coming up. Uh, we've got more in store for you. Definitely pay attention to this podcast. Like, share, subscribe, and let us know what you think in the comments below. For now, I'm Jason Turner here from the Accelerated Graphics Studio with my co-host here, Kyle Painter, and we will see you at the races. All right.